And this right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Yes. Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. All right, ready to roll. Nice to have you with us on the Pregame Network, and happy holidays to all. I'm your host, Will Doctor, and today I'll give you all the picks and information regarding the 2024 major championships. The Masters will lead the way in mid-April. The PGA Championship at Valhalla will take place a month later, which is just an epic venue. We'll talk about some of the historic tournaments that took place at Valhalla. The U.S. Open will be the third major in mid-June at Pinehurst, and we could go all day talking about the battles that have gone down at Pinehurst. Uh, Payne Stewart winning the U.S. Open there in 99, two months before his life-ending plane crash. Michael Campbell taking down Tiger Woods in 2005. Martin Keimer in a runaway in 2014. Pinehurst has been witness to some of the best moments in golf, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. And then Royal Troon will host uh, its 10th Open Championship for the final major of 2024 towards the end of July. Now, before we review the 2023 majors and get into the locks for 2024, I want to discuss one headline we've missed since the conclusion of the fall season, um, and that's John Rahm signing with Live Golf for a rumored uh, $300 million. It's a contract that could be valued at up to $600 million depending on the, the team value. John Rahm will build his own team over there on the Live Circus. And obviously, if you've listened to me over the last two years, you'll know that I'm not a fan uh, of Live because, because of its unwatchable format, the shotgun start, the teams, 48 players, 54 holes, no cut. I can't stand any of it. But I also can't sit here and blame uh, John Rahm at all. Last year, the PGA Tour told John Rahm that they will not do business with the Saudis, so uh, none of the players should either. And John Rahm was one of the players who respected that all year, despite his high profile in golf, despite the fact that he's a major champion, despite uh, the fact that he's world number three, and he had a huge offer on the table for the whole year. And now, all of a sudden, the PGA Tour is trying to do a merger investment deal with the Saudi Public Investment Fund. And Rom probably said, you know, to hell with this. The PGA Tour broke their word. They're doing business with the Saudis. Um, and I'm not going to wait one more minute. Rom, he got his big, juicy Saudi contract while it was still on the table. So, while Liv still has a ton of work to do with the format, and while we may see a merger happen in the next week or so, the deadline is December 31st on that, you can't really blame John Rahm at all for taking the big deal from Liv. Uh, the PGA Tour told all its top players, hey, we're going to stay a separate entity. We're going to keep rolling with the PGA Tour as it is. We don't need any outside money. That was six months ago. And now they're trying to come to a merger deal. So uh, no longer can we really blame any of uh, the tour players for making that jump um, since the PGA Tour broke their word on it. So uh, we'll see what happens with the merger. Like I said, the deadline's December 31st. Um, it sounds like they're trying to come to some some kind of agreement where the PGA Tour is the sole is the main owner of the PGA Tour. 
Live Golf will be a minority owner. Um, and then a group led by Fenway Sports Group will be the other minority owner. So we'll get more details on that in the next couple of days. Before we get into the futures uh, about next year's majors, let's do a little review uh, of what we saw at the majors last year. I thought three of the four were entertaining golf tournaments. I thought the 2023 Masters was an absolute movie with the amateur Sam Bennett in the mix after two rounds at Augusta. Rain, uh, you know, halted play on Saturday. Uh, but to begin the 36-hole marathon on Sunday, you had Brooks Kepka, John Rahm, and Sam Bennett in the final pairing. And that was the perfect storm because Kepka was trying to prove that he didn't pack his career in after going to live. You had the U.S. amateur champion and Texas Aggie uh, out of Madisonville, Texas, and Sam Bennett come from no man's land and found himself a top leaderboard at the halfway point. And then you had John Rahm attempting to become the first European uh, to win a U.S. Open and a green jacket. And Rahm was the victor at the end of the day at Augusta. Now, I was rooting for Bennett, the amateur at the halfway point. It's been a long time in golf since an amateur uh, has won a major. And I, I think the Bennett storyline kind of took over Augusta last year. So even though it was a joy to watch Rom become the fourth Spaniard to put on the green jacket, uh, what I will remember about the 2023 Masters will 100% be the story of Sam Bennett. And actually, unfortunately, Sam Bennett uh, just failed to get through the final stage of Q school. Um, you know, the, you he, he goes from being someone that finished top 15 in the Masters last year uh, to all of a sudden not having status on the Corn Ferry Tour and not having status on the PGA Tour. Sam Bennett will play his golf next year on the Americos Tour, uh, which is the Latin America and Canada schedule uh, combined. That is a new uh, entity of the PGA Tour this year, a new developmental tour in the Americos Tour. So that's where Sam Bennett will play his golf next year. Now, Back to last year's majors, we're on the PGA Championship, uh, which was another textbook major. Oak Hill will always be one of the historic major championship venues. Uh, Lee Trevino, Jack Nicholas, Curtis Strange, Jason Duffner, a bunch of legends have won there. And Brooks Kepka joined that bunch with his fifth major championship at Oak Hill. He took down Victor Hovland. Um, which looks even more impressive now after the end-of-season tear that that Hovland went on. And then the other notable storyline from that week was the emergence of PGA professional Michael Block. Uh, I know CBS had to cover the Block story religiously, being that he is a PGA professional and you know the growth of the game would not be possible without the men and women who teach and work at, at golf clubs around the country. But you know, CBS spent a ton of time um, on a player in Michael Block who shot even par, even par, even par, and won over in a tournament where nine under par won the won the golf tournament. That that is probably a little bit more of the negative side to the 2023 PGA. I thought Kepka didn't get near the amount of coverage that he deserved. I mean, five major championships. Um, you know, he, that put him in a, in a tier, uh, that not many golfers have gotten to. There aren't that many players who have won five majors over the course of, of a career, but 
Michael Block uh, was a little bit more of the uh, was the bigger headline there for the 2023 PGA Championship. But great tournament all in all with the history at Oak Hill and with Brooks Kepka winning. I thought the PGA was a success last year. Now, last year's U.S. Open at Los Angeles Country Club, that was the worst major of 2023 to have a U.S. Open at a club that is so private where over 45% of the tickets are sold to corporate America and another large fraction of the tickets were sold to membership is just an absolute joke. Out of the 22,000 tickets sold every day, over half of those tickets went to corporate suites, skyboxes, and other private club type tickets. Um, I don't know how you live with yourself if you're the USGA hosting a U.S. Open in inner city Los Angeles, an excellent spot to bring the game together, and you sell over 50% of your tickets to corporate America. That was problem number one. Problem number two was the fact that Rory McIlroy nor Ricky Fowler came away with the victory that week after playing so well for the entire U.S. Open. You had Wyndham Clark right there waiting for Rory and Ricky to collapse, and uh, that is exactly what happened. And, and no knock on Wyndham Clark, but it was just that uh, that mix of an unfamiliar name with an unfamiliar U.S. Open venue that made me walk away from the U.S. Open Sunday with just a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I, I did not like last year's U.S. Open at LACC. I thought Brian Harmon's landslide victory at the Open Championship was an, uh, a surprisingly exciting tournament, that one that ended in a blowout and a landslide victory. Brian Harmon was in total control over the last three rounds uh, and never looked back. Um, when I read... European publications reviewing the tournament, they all talked about how underwhelming Liverpool was after what culminated at the 22 Open with Cam Smith firing a, a back nine thirty to beat Rory McIlroy at St. Andrews. Uh, that was always going to be a tough one to top. Uh, but nonetheless, 36-year-old Brian Harman, Harman uh, winning his first major of his career was, I thought, a really nice way to close out the 2023 major championship season. All right, let's get into some details and some futures on the 2024 major championships. The Masters will lead the way April 11th through the 14th. And I like Victor Hovland at 14 to one and Sepp Strzok at 200 to one. Both tickets can be found on DraftKings. Number one with Victor Hovland. You know, Hovland won three times in the last three months of the season and, you know, wipe the floor with the Americans at the Ryder Cup. When you think about Victor Hovland a year ago, he was someone who only had, he'd only won smaller scale PGA Tour events. Um, and he was struggling with some major issues with the short game. But in a matter of three months, he went from 172nd to 84th on the PGA Tour and strokes gained around the greens. That is a massive leap. And it was fueled by the work he did with short game guru Joseph Mayo. And you add on the fact that he does not miss, you know, he doesn't miss from tee to green. He doesn't miss fairways. He doesn't miss greens. I would have to say Victor Hovland at 14 to 1 is the best bet for the Masters right now. Now, futures option number two for the Masters 
would be a little bit more of a sleeper, and that would be Sepp Strocket, 200 to 1. Um, now, if I covered his name up and told you that player X at 200 to 1 is a two time PGA Tour winner, finished second in last year's Open Championship, and played in the Ryder Cup, I think you would take it all day. I think you would take it. But not everyone knows who Steps Rock is, but that is his resume. This is a guy who played, who's played very well over the last two years. You know, Sep had an awesome finish to last year with a win at the John Deere and then finishing second at Royal Liverpool a week later. Had Brian Harmon not run away with it there, um, Austria could have had their first major champion in Sepp Straka. And, you know, he's played in the Masters twice. He's made the cut in, in, in the tournament both times. I think at 30 years old, Sepp Straka is at the perfect point in his career to win a jacket uh, right down the road from his alma mater in, in, in University of Georgia. So that's my feel on the Masters. Victor Hoblin at 14 to 1 and Sepp Straka at 200 to 1, both on DraftKings Sportsbook. On to the PGA Championship, which will happen about a month after the Masters at Valhalla in Kentucky, uh, which has hosted really some of the more theatrical majors of all time. Tiger Woods won the 2000 PGA Championship there in an epic playoff against the journeyman Bob May. That was Tiger's fifth major title and third of his historic Tiger Slam. Tiger won the 200 PGA Valhalla. He won, he won the, not 200, the 2000 PGA Championship at Valhalla. He won the 2000 U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Uh, he won the 2000 Open at St. Andrews and then won the 2001 Masters all in a row, uh, which is now considered the Tiger Slam. So back to Valhalla, you know, the Americans won the Ryder Cup there at Valhalla in 2008. And then... In the last major Valhalla hosted 10 years ago, Rory came from behind on Sunday to beat Phil Mickelson by one there in 2014. So, um, you know, as far as the picks go, uh, you know, players like Rory McIlroy at 10 to one and Justin Thomas at 35 to one will be the most spotlighted individuals going into this PGA. Uh, Rory, uh, because he's the defending champion as far as PGAs at Valhalla, you know, the pre-tournament hype on Rory will be much like the press he received at Liverpool as everyone thought he was going to break out of his major championship slump there at, at, at Liverpool where he won the Open in 2014. And JT is going to have the world on his shoulders at this year's PGA because he's a Kentucky native and he's a two-time PGA champion. Now, my eyes are on Brooks Kepka. I think 12 to 1 is a fantastic number for the true defending champion. And I am shocked that these sports books are favoring Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, and Rory McElroy over Brooks Kepka at Valhalla. I think Kepka should be the tournament favorite at this point in time. So futures number one for the PGA is going to be Brooks Kepka at 12 to 1. And I also really like. Sahith Thagala at 80 to 1 for the PGA. Thagala just won his first PGA tour event at the Fortinet Championship in Napa at the beginning of the fall. He's a 25-year-old out of Pepperdine who is just a fantastic striker of the golf ball, and he's ranked 15 on the PGA tour in putting. 
I've, you know, been watching Thagala since he got his card two seasons ago. And I'll tell you, I saw him put on uh, some putting performances in 2023 that really impressed me. He almost qualified for the tour championship by finishing 13th and 15th in the opening playoff events. Uh, rolled it great at Olympia Fields and, and TPC Southwind. Um, and then he obviously made a ton of putts en route to his win in Napa. And he just finished 19th in, in Japan last week. So he has, he's had a very good fall. I think Sahith Tagala's game is in a great spot to be a definite contender at next week at next year's PGA uh, championship. So my two PGA futures will be Brooks Kepka to defend at 12 to one and Sahith Tagala at 80 to one, both on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, this year's US Open, the third major. Uh, this one will be in the runnings for the best major of the year. Pinehurst number two in North Carolina has hosted three U.S. Opens and two U.S. Amateurs. It is on the Mount Rushmore of championship golf courses in the United States. Martin Keimer won the last U.S. Open here in 2014. He won it in a landslide. But the most notable tournament Pinehurst number two hosted uh, was the 1999 U.S. Open where Payne Stewart beat Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, and Vijay Singh for his third major championship and his final major won and played before passing away in a plane crash three months later. Payne did that legendary fist pump on the 18th green and the Ivy cap and plus fours, uh, you know, before cradling Phil Mickelson's face and, and telling him he was going to be a great father. Obviously, the backstory there is is Mickelson had his caddy bones carry a pager in the bag the entire final round as his wife Amy was going into labor at any moment in time. Uh, so all around 99 U.S. Open, that's worth a rewatch on YouTube. That had to have been one of the best majors um, of the 90s. Now, as far as picks for this year's U.S. Open, I like Bryson DeChambeau at 35 to 1 for the U.S. Open at Pinehurst. You know, I really like the way Bryson ended last season, 20th at the U.S. Open and two wins on the Live Golf Circus, including a 58 at Greenbrier. And you have to be optimistic about the improvements Bryson has made from a physical standpoint. A year ago, this guy looked like the Hulk and, you know, was more interested in long drive competitions rather than winning majors. He made some adjustments to his workout regimen last year, found his focus for actual competition. And I believe that in 2024, Bryson DeChambeau will be back in the saddle and competing in majors on a more frequent basis. It's been nearly four years since he won his lone major at winged foot in 2020. So my current and only pick for the U.S. Open at Pinehurst uh, will be Bryson DeChambeau at 35 to one on DraftKings. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. 
I got a lot out of it. And it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try if you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this. It's all online. It's as convenient as can be. And it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1 because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. All right, the final major of 2024 will be the Open Championship at Royal Troon, which arguably has the toughest back nine in the world. You can rule out a couple top players who, you know, can't survive tough back nines on Sunday. You know, Rory McIlroy is not going to be a guy who can survive the back nine at Troon. Xander Shoffley is not going to be a guy who can, you know, survive the back nine at Troon. You look at the Open Championships, that Royal Troon sports Uh, Remember, they've hosted 10 Opens, and before 2016, six consecutive Opens at Troon were won by Americans. Arthur Havers, Bobby Locke, Arnold Palmer, Tom Weiskopf, Tom Watson, Mark Halkovetka, and Justin Leonard all won their Opens at Royal Troon between 1962 and 2004. And then the smooth swing Swede Henrik Stenson ended that American run with his win at Troon in 2016. That 2016 Open, what a movie that was. 18 holes of Henrik Stenson versus Phil Mickelson in match play format on Sunday. Stenson obviously came away with the victory. All right, guys, a break from the golf to tell you about what we have going on over at pregame.com. For all listeners of this podcast, use my coupon code HOLLY20. That is H-O-L-L-Y-2-0 for 20% off all picks over on pregame.com. It's the holiday season. What what a time of the year to be betting on sports. Uh, Bowl games, NFL season coming down the stretch, NBA seasons in full force. You've got... You know, so much going on, so many picks to buy on pregame.com. Go use my coupon code Holly20. That's H O L L Y 20 over on pregame.com for 20% off all listeners for any picks, any purchases at pregame.com. My pick for this year's open, though, as it stands right now, will come from the same neck of the woods as Henrik Stenson. It's the Swede Ludwig Oberg at 35 to one on DraftKings. And 
This is the PGA Tour Rookie of the Year winner who turned pro just six months ago out of Texas Tech and already has titles on the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour under his belt. He knows how to navigate around Lynx Golf, and that is, you know, that's what he grew up on there in Sweden. And a lot of media talking heads are going to tell you that he doesn't have the major championship experience since he'll be playing in his first major in April at Augusta. But I see Oberg as a player who, you know, between the years is miles older than 24 years old. And I was really happy to see that he hired Joe Scavrone to caddy for him. Oberg got a ton of heat for canning his former caddy that he won his first two titles with. But Oberg made a very valid point in order to make up for the lack of experience in majors he needs a caddy who is a veteran looper, and that's exactly what he's getting in Joe Scavrone. Scavi has caddied for Ricky Fowler and Tom Kim and has looped in 50-plus major championships. I thought it was a great decision for Oberg to add Scobie to the bag. So as of right now, Color Me Obsessed with Ludwig Oberg winning the 2024 Open Championship at Troon, and you can find that on DraftKings at 35-1. to 1. Now. One last note before we depart. I have a player who I think is worthy of sprinkling at every major championship in 2024. Tom, the tank engine Kim, is a young PGA Tour winner who is progressing very quickly. He just won his third PGA Tour title at the Shriners, and he's only 21 years old. Uh, You know, Kim finished top 10 in the last two majors of 2023. He placed 16th in last year's Masters. His game travels from course to course. You know, you can put him in any tournament, on any grass, in any part of the world, and he can compete with the best. Kim will begin 2024 ranked number 11 in the world, and I believe he could be the first South Korean to win a major championship since Y.E. Yang in 2009. Uh, Here are his odds for each major. The Masters... He's 45 to one. Tom Kim is 50 to one to win the PGA championship. He's 45 to one to win the U S open there at Pinehurst. And he opens at 40 to one to win the open championship. You can find all of those on DraftKings, And I think it's well worth it to sprinkle Tom Kim at every major in 2024. That will do it uh, for the first preview for the 2024 major championships, as far as the world of golf is concerned, I'll talk to you the first week of January for the Kapalua preview for any questions. You can find me on X at DR media five, nine, and for behind the scenes photo and video, you can find me on Instagram at King doctor one happy holidays to all. And we'll see you next year.